Today, we welcome to Tracks from Abroad, Alex and Michael talking about Ukraine. Guys, welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yes, absolutely. So let's get right to it. There is a war on in Ukraine. What are your thoughts? Obviously, it's an absolutely atrocious war. Uh, the casualties are, the videos and the footage that we've seen of civilian casualties have been incredibly moving uh, and incredibly depressing, not only for Ukrainians, but all, like, all of Eastern Europe and everyone else who you know, has an interest in the matter. Um, I think that this war uh, will be Ukraine's victory. I'm sure of that. Uh, but I, I really think that this war was just an, an, a war of attrition from Putin that has absolutely no political or historical grounding uh, to actually make it, you know, a reasonable war to wage. You know, as Alex mentioned, there's uh, there's a lot of casualties. It's it's heartbreaking to see. I uh, I personally have family uh, in Ukraine right now, so uh, I can kind of uh, you know get a little bit of a more personal. Uh, situation understanding of the situation it also shows the the fight in uh in ukraine and um, it really shows how one nation can come together and bring forces of just international kind of uh, awareness on the topic one of the uh aspects of the show that i love to bring out is the music so i want to ask you guys how do you interact with ukrainian music is this something you listen to in your family or you know what ways can you can you listen to the ukrainian music Growing up, there I was exposed to a lot of different, um, you know, types of music. I still listen to Ukrainian songs, and a lot of it is through just like the top hits of uh, Ukrainian charts. So I find that a lot to be like uh, rap and uh, R and B. That is, uh, that's from Ukraine. So yeah. Absolutely. Well, to give our listeners a little context, I can say that initially I was just going to speak to Alex. So Alex was the one who brought the music to the show and suggested a playlist. However, uh, I then learned that Michael is uh, also an artist, so we're going to hear some music from from him as well a little bit later. But on to you, Alex. In what ways are you able to listen to Ukrainian music? I play the accordion and the piano, so whenever there's like a family get-together, I'm always going to bring my accordion and you know, we all sing along the most popular Ukrainian folk songs and all kinds of stuff like that. You know, I, in my family, we've always listened to Ukrainian music in the 70s, 80s, uh, the one that made it through the Soviet Union, you know, without getting persecuted. Uh, and even more modern Ukrainian music, like there's a lot of great Ukrainian rappers out now, you know, because previously, uh, like the music scene in Ukraine was mainly Russian dominated. Uh, most of it was, was in the Russian language. But now, um, with, you know, since 2014 and coming up to now, uh, the, the music scene in Ukraine has seen a very big revival in actually singing in Ukrainian and using our own language. Well, I'm glad to have Alex and Michael here on the show today talking about Ukraine. We're going to take a music break, playing some music from Alex's playlist, and we'll be back right here on Tracks from Abroad in a moment.
back to Tracks from Abroad. Today we're talking about Ukraine with Alex and Michael. And Michael, I want to ask you, uh, you are interested in rap music yourself. You make some rap music. And I want to ask what kind of rap music is coming out of the country of Ukraine? Just to give a little context, uh, I make um, rap and R&B music. Uh, I go by name XMX. And um, uh, I could say that there's a lot of American influence with uh, the rap music that's coming out of Ukraine right now, but it also combines that uh, sort of nationalistic style that is true only to Ukraine, kind of like uh, you would hear um, maybe like a trap beat with a um, Ukrainian folk rhythm to it. Mm-hmm. So that sort of, I find that gives it that special little uh, taste uh, that makes it unique. Yeah. It's funny you say like the music is nationalistic. You don't think of American hip hop. They're not talking about their country or the government or whatever. It's more like, I guess you'd have to listen to country to hear something about proud Americans. Um, But Alex, do you notice also that Ukrainian music is nationalistic? Do they have pride for the country? Absolutely. Especially in light of current events. um, You know, there there are a lot of people who, because Ukraine is historically a very divided country. So there are a lot of people that wouldn't know you know, the, the very nationalistic, patriotic Ukrainian songs uh, that a lot of people from the West know. But now, in light of these events, everybody has learned, you know, all of the more patriotic Ukrainian songs. For example, Oyuluzi Chervona Kalina, that's the one that you hear very often sung at protests and all kinds of events. Um, you know, that, that's just really a song about unifying Ukraine and standing up against Russian oppression. And that, that seems to be a theme that's drilled into all aspects of life, especially music. Well, I did see a video recently. It was a review of some uh, Ukrainian rappers. And I found it interesting that 
if they rap in Russian, they're able to get a larger audience. But if they rap in their native Ukrainian language, you know, that adds an aspect. Maybe that adds to the nationalistic thing. So they have to make this tough decision. Can either of you guys speak to that? Either rap in Russian, Ukrainian. What does it mean to choose either one of those languages? Russian is definitely the more... Uh broad language between both countries. I mean, most Ukrainians could speak Russian. Um, that's just very common, common thing. But by choosing to rap solely in Ukrainian, uh, there is that sort of, uh, you know, nationalistic pride that, uh, you know, there is no one else that's uh, overpowering Ukraine, but Ukraine sort of you know, standing on their own. And that's sort of a way of um, defining yourself as an artist that's true to Ukraine rather than somebody who's just influenced by uh, Russian rap and the Russian language. It's exactly right what Michael said. Um, but also, uh, if you think about it, in terms of money, Russia has a population of 145 million thereabouts. Ukraine has a population of, you know, 30 million right now, I'd say. Most people thinking back they, to the Soviet times and that kind of influence that still remains, people look to the East to have a larger population to kind of get to that. And so obviously they'd wrap in Russian. Now, however, people are realizing that the West is a you know, much larger population. They can have a much larger audience. And now the mindset is shifting, you know, that we should be proud of who we are. And then we should look to the West, uh, who are our friends, and that's, that's where the money is. And now I wanted to jump back to Toronto. We've seen a lot of pro-Ukraine protests in Toronto. So what does it feel like to see your city sort of transform in this way, to have a lot of people out on the streets waving the Ukrainian flag? Yeah, so I was actually at the, the protest, that, the big one that happened a few weeks ago. And uh, it was actually very empowering to see, um, you know, all the Ukrainian people and even non-Ukrainian uh, natives come together and all stand for one cause. And not only that, but to touch on music, they were playing a lot of, uh, you know, bands that are, I would say, iconic to Ukraine. It's just really nice to see that, like, that's coming all the way across seas to Toronto and that it's still just as uh, vital here as it is there. When you see people who have no relation to Ukraine whatsoever, and they're just protesting there because they understand the cause, they understand what it means to be there to support Ukraine, that's really moving. And that really gives, you know, purpose to your message. You know, it's not like Ukraine's fighting a war for itself only. Ukraine's fighting a war for the whole Western world. And I have to give a shout out really to like the Polish community and to the Baltic community. Uh, those countries have just been like incredibly, incredibly supportive of Ukraine. You know, they're not... They're not required to in any way whatsoever. They have no duty to, but they've been just so helpful to the Ukrainian community. Their support, you know, they, they, they share our sorrows, they share our victories. So that's that. it's really, really, really great to see that many communities come out and support us. Really great to hear. Well, we are talking to Alex and Michael about the country of Ukraine here on Tracks from Abroad, and we're going to take a music break. We'll be back with you in a second. Звук 
зустрічай Це тепло землі Цю любов Карпат Де серед краси Кожен друг і брат Кожен друг і брат Мати і сестра Щастя і любов Нам несе краса Yeah. 
Welcome back to Tracks from Abroad. Today we're talking about Ukraine with Alex and Michael, both U of T students. And Alex, I want to ask you, what are some of the different influences? Uh, Ukraine is bordered by many different countries, but what other genres influence that Ukrainian sound? Well, uh, a lot of people consider Ukraine to be a very mono-ethnic state, uh, which which in partially is true. I mean, like the vast majority of Ukrainian Ukrainians, but also uh, we have Crimean Tatars who live in Ukraine. There's a very large Jewish community in Ukraine, uh, Poland, Slovakia, Hungary, Romania, Moldova, Belarus, these countries all border Ukraine and have very, very large influence on Ukrainian music and culture. And it's interesting to note that Ukraine for a very, very long time, most of Southern and Eastern Ukraine was actually under control of the Ottoman Empire. So uh, not just the Ukrainian language, but you know, a lot of like the older patriotic Ukrainian songs about the Cossack times back in the 16, 1700s, they have a, they have a very lot of Turkish references, you know, to, to, to fighting against Turkish Ottomans, and you know, there's a, there's a lot of Turkish influence from that side, which a lot of people would have never expected. You know, the the, the Ukrainian culture and identity has been around for so long. It's interacted with so many different groups, so many different cultures, and they've all left a little mark. And it, it really makes Ukraine a, a very unique and very very special culture in the East of Europe. Nice comment. All right, send it over to Michael. What do you think? Yeah, I think um, partially that has to do with the fact that, uh, you know, back in the Soviet Union, um, a lot of the countries were intertwined and and uh, by one power. So I think after the split, um, a lot of that, those similarities and those shared identities have uh, stuck in, in the country. So that's why I think Ukraine has such a diversity in communities and, uh, you know, multiculturalism within Ukraine. And that goes um, beyond its borders. And you can see that even, you know, in Toronto at the protests, um, it's actually really, really interesting to see firsthand how, uh, how interconnected and intertwined um, this one community is. Because although everyone has their differences, they have these uh, little similarities that bring them together as well. And Michael, one of the things I noticed right off the bat, just from looking at your social media, is that you play rugby. Is rugby something you started in Ukraine, or did you have to come to Canada to start playing? Yeah, rugby was uh, something that I started in high school in Canada. And although I didn't actually, I didn't go back to Ukraine or anything since then, I could say that rugby has still introduced me to such a wide international community. It's rugby's not a hugely popular sport in Ukraine, but it's still played there. And um, I think it's definitely growing um, in Eastern Europe. Yeah. And Alex, maybe you can speak to this. What kinds of activities do Ukrainians like to do? And, and in what way can you connect back to your country through? Well, Ukraine is very much a soccer nation. Ah, there you go. Okay. That I can relate to. Cool. Ukraine has football. So Ukraine plays soccer. We, we have a lot of soccer chants that we go to and all, all, all Ukrainians, even if they're not athletic, uh, they know, you know, the main Ukrainian soccer players and coaches. And uh, so that's the sport that really unifies us. And just to touch on that, um, uh, Ukraine's also very dominant in boxing. Um, they have some premier level uh, boxers such as Lomachenko and the Klitschko brothers and Alexander Usyk. So um, that's, that's something that, the country uh, definitely takes pride in as well. Oh, very interesting. Well, today we are talking with Alex and Michael, both UFT students. We're talking about the country of Ukraine, and you are listening to Tracks from Abroad.
Уже осень пришла у меса, Забаглянила пышный наряд, Затуманила вис голову И ронила у сердце журбу. Затуманила вис голову И ронила у сердце журбу. А вже осень пришла у сад, Я ж не кликав її назад, Не обтрушуй зелені гаї, І не стукаю вікна мої. А вже осень пришла у сад, Я не кликав її назад, Не обтрушуй зелені гаї, І не стукаю Вже осень прийшла у міса, світ кохання замілий стопад, хоч багато барвистих одеж, а того, що було, не вернеш, хоч багато барвистих одеж, а того, що було, не вернеш, а вже осінь прийшла у міса. І так швидко, і так не впопад Все притихло, змінилось ускрізь Я ще літом п'янким не зігрізь А вже осінь прийшла у місад І так швидко, і так не впопад Все притихло, змінилось ускрізь Я ще літом п'янким не Не прошу я дарунків твоїх, Не чекаю осінніх утіх, А вже осінь прийшла у мій сад, Я не кликав тебе, йди назад. А вже осінь прийшла у мій сад, Я ж не кликав тебе, йди
Beautiful song, that last one. This is Tracks from Abroad. We are coming back to our interview with two students, Alex and Michael, talking about the country of Ukraine. And this question is for Alex. It sounds like you're very much involved in Ukrainian student activities on campus. Are there any clubs or is there a Ukrainian department at U of T? Yeah, there's actually there's a Ukrainian students club at U of T, of which I am the social executive director. Oh, there you go. So how are you? How is it going for you? How's this year been in the club? Um, this year has seen uh, the club go completely hands in. Like we, I, I have to tell you that before this, the club was kind of more culturally focused, but now we've become like very ad- a club that's advocating very very hard for the um, benefit of Ukrainian students at U of T. Uh, you know, the, there have been so many heartbreaking incidents actually of exchange students from Ukraine who can't go home now uh, if they're from Kharkiv, if they're from Kiev, they have no way getting home right now so we we've had to you know arrange some kind of way that either their their student visa can be extended they they can have uh, somewhere to live that they, they can have some kind of way for them to get money for their student tuition to be taken care of somehow as you can imagine like the, these these are very very difficult situations it's really hard to, to solve that so our our club has been working hard uh, to solve issues like that for some of our ukrainian students and also we've been working hard um with um, a lot of professors and departments who have been very begrudging uh, to show any kind of compassion or, or sympathy towards Ukrainians. You know, we've been hearing a lot of professors who are denying Ukrainian students uh, as, as assignment extensions. Uh, it's it's good to have some kind of compassion to people in any situation. So we, we've been working very hard with our students club to uh, bring bring up those ideas to light. Yeah, that's that's good to hear. Michael, how have you been doing Having having a war in your country, how has it affected you mentally? Yeah, uh, it's been tough, uh, especially as um, I mentioned earlier. I do have family. Um, pretty much most of my uh, extended family all lives in Ukraine, uh, either in the capital of Kiev or um, just uh, along other cities and in, in the outskirts. And um, it has been tough. I've been, you know, I've been constantly checking in with them um, through, you know, through my family and. Uh, just making sure that they're all right, um, you know, seeing all the casualties and seeing how close it is to home. And um, that's just, it's been, it's been hard, uh, definitely mentally, emotionally, especially with the, with the idea of just, uh, you know, I'm sitting in Canada and there's not really much I can do. That's probably the most frustrating uh, part about all of this, but the best we can do is just try to try to keep a positive attitude through all this. Um, well, s- similarly to Michael, I have a lot of family left back in Ukraine. Actually, we have these family friends in the, the city of Chernihiv, uh, which has been completely bombed out. And we haven't actually been able to contact them for about two or three weeks now. So, you know, it's it's, it's a very tense time for all Ukrainians. I can imagine everybody that has some kind of, not, not even physical connection, you know, not even family, but even just like a mental connection to the country. I have a friend whose uh, grandparents were born in Ukraine. And uh, his parents were born in Canada, and they've never actually had the ability to go to Ukraine. And now he's, you know, he's, he's having this almost depression of, wow, I'm, I might never be able to visit my homeland. So um, it's it's very important for Ukrainians to, uh, you know, kind of focus on the goal at this time. It's very easy to get distressed. It's very easy to get, you know, overly depressed about the situation. But it's the most important thing, and I've heard this from a lot of people, is to, you know, stay calm. Focus on the goal, keep volunteering, keep raising awareness, keep going to protests, keep doing what you have to do to make sure that Ukraine is in your heart at the top until we get to victory. And I'm sure we will. The biggest thing we can do right now is just to yeah, raise awareness and uh, do the best we can to help, whether it's, you know, 
sharing some information on social media just to get people knowing about the situation or it's um, you know a donation through a charity organization uh, going to protests um, really doing whatever you can you know no one is, is expected right now you know to go and and um, you know be there and, and and help there in person but it's the little things that will build up um, after time and I think one thing that this, uh, this whole situation showed us is that um, taking every moment um, and don't take anything for granted because you never know when the situation could change. Um, I can tell you my family back in, UK- in Ukraine uh, did not know that the invasion was even going to happen, you know, days before it happened. They, it was just rumors. And then, so anything can change in the split of a second. So, um, you know, go contact that person who um, is close to you and let them know how much they mean to you. I'm sure that at the end of the day with, all of the all of these efforts included it's uh it should uh hopefully everything work out slava ukraina well said michael alex thank you guys both for coming on the show this is tracks from abroad episode 21 the start of our third season uh you are listening again to ciut 89.5 fm i'm jesse mcdougall both you guys thank you very much for coming to the show thank you for having me yeah thank you for having me Вікном. Минають літа, 
і наша юність нина зустрічся та за друзів вип'ємо вина. We have wrapped up our student interviews for this week on Tracks from Abroad. We were lucky to speak to two students at UFT. We talked to Michael and Alex about the country of Ukraine. And I actually did not plan to do a show on Ukraine. I had some other shows lined up. But uh, I ended up, uh, Alex reached out to me over Instagram, and I ended up meeting Michael through a mutual friend. But that's a reminder to any students, you can always reach out to me at tfa.radio on Instagram and come and share some music from your country. Now, another special thing about this show is that Michael makes his own music. He goes by the name XMMX, and it's always really nice to play the music of the students who are actually featured on the show. For example, we have a show coming up on France, and a girl named Louise has a a group called Oliana. That's O-L-I-A-N-A. So if you want a preview of that show, you can look her up on Spotify. She just released a new project. But first, we're going to hear some music from Michael, also known as XMMX. This is his song, Isolation. Isolation Play my heart, no hesitation In me bullies, something there Nothing there, just imagination Find myself in self-destruction Your life just full of corruption It's like I can't seem to be with you But I can imagine a day without you Nah, we had something special Green eyes, soft lips Shining like a vessel Now I'm left so on my own Through me on my throne Yeah, I'm in my zone I'm just staring, waiting, wishing you Disconnected. 
These other girls just some petty Can't teach them what I taught you No, they don't do what you do Light up once up with my crew Down on 40 deja vu But I still feel some way about you Hoping that you drop a clue Ask for me to come through I know that's way over too Now you got me feeling blue I saw little without you Hit me hard like kung fu Should have known when I met you You'd be weighing me and playing me But I want you, yeah, that's the truth Summer. Yeah, let's get it. We have something special. Green eyes, soft lips, shining like a bezel. I now I'm left out on my own. Through me on my throne, yeah, I'm in my zone. I'm just staring, waiting, wishing you pick up the phone.
Those were two tracks by our guest, Michael, who came on this show to talk about Ukraine. You can find him on Spotify at XMMX. You are listening to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM, and my name is Jesse McDougall. I hope you've enjoyed this show on Ukraine. I hope you enjoyed that whack intro that I did. But it is to celebrate, of course, the start of Season 3. I've done 20 episodes of the show, and we are going right now for 30. That's Season 3. So, right, we're going to play two more songs, uh, two more Ukrainian songs to finish off the show. You can always check in with us at tfa.radio on Instagram, where you can see a photo of me dressed up as LMFAO. Believe it or not. See you next week. Shut up.
Tracks from abroad. Tracks from abroad. Tracks from abroad. Tracks from abroad. 